Family from the Heart podcast episode number 266. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, we have some interesting things to share this week. You really think they're interesting? Heck yeah, they're interesting. I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about push notifications about our kids' grades, anniversary celebration, how we, what we did on our special evening, mm-hmm. uh, the customer service above and be- beyond the, the scope of what you would expect at Morton Steakhouse. I mean, we're going to talk about the Jobs movie. TV oh, okay. Talk, our sponsor, has All the right. biggest announcement since it's That launch. is pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the launch of a brand new podcast for GSPN.TV. That's another... right. You finally got that going out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the return, the, the second coming of my MacBook Pro. It's working just fine. Yes, it is. And uh, a visit to the chiropractor. I mean, how could that not be? I mean, this is pretty well, we don't even need to do. Stuff. We don't even need to do the podcast now. There you go. Those are all the things. You just read that... the whole list. Thank you guys for tuning in. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and cue up the music here. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Well, I don't know why you do that. <laughs> anyway. You need to leave a little bit of suspense there, dude. Yeah, well, anyway. So so those are the things that we have uh, scheduled for us to talk about. And I know knows? what we should start talking about. What do, what, what do you want to start with? We should start with, when you want to text Eric, make sure you are actually texting Eric. <laughs> and I do mean our good friend Eric Fisher because I don't want to know at 4:59 that you're awake. <laughs> because at 4:59, I don't care that you're awake. <laughs> do you know what I cared about at 4:59 and 30 seconds? What? That you woke me up. <laughs> I did I did <laughs> that was it. So this morning Cliff accidentally um texted me instead of um, Eric, who they are waking up together, and anyway, um, holding each other accountable to their morning routines. Morning routines, and um, and so I accidentally got that text, which I forgot to turn my phone. Or no, I didn't forget. My phone just wasn't on silent. Normally, my phone is always on silent, but if I'm going to do something, um, where I know I'm going to be in a in a loud, busy place, I make sure that I have it on, especially now that the kids are back in school. Right. And um, so, yeah, this morning I get, I'm like, who on earth is texting me at this hour? And I look, and it was you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care that you're awake. <laughs> and then, so I sent you back, and I what? said, I texted you back and said, thanks. Now I am too. <laughs> you did. I, I was like, oh. Darn, that's not good. And but but I mean, but it it actually got worse. I mean, it, that would have been one thing to accidentally text Stephanie a message that was intended to go to Eric to to announce that I was awake. Uh, but last night I went to bed listening to my normal soundtrack that that is approved by Stephanie because I'm I, I can guess, only sleep to certain music. I, I can't I can't go to sleep to Downton Abbey soundtrack. I can't go to sleep. That's to not the, true. We've oh, done that I? before. Oh, cool. Well, there we go. We'll add that to the approved list. Is uh, what about the Hobbit? Can, it, no, the can we only, go to bed to the Hobbit. 
I don't know that kind that when we listen to that while we're working, sometimes we're doing accounting and you ha- it kind of creeps me out. So I, <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, anyway. But the ones that I say that we can't listen to are music that I would listen to for like cleaning or my workout or my brain already has a set activity. Like to me, to my brain, those songs, that music means right. energy. It means up and moving. Right. And if you play it at bedtime, I can't fall asleep because so my brain's confused. There are two soundtracks that, that um, I've been told that would fit into that category that I'm not allowed to listen to. So Twilight. Twi- my my mm-hmm. Twilight soundtrack, which, by the way, is my it's one of your favorites, favorites yeah. uh, things. Which is so funny because you won't let me listen to it when we go to bed because mm-hmm. it supposedly keeps you awake and that's your, you know, what, you know, get up and go music. But when we're in a car driving for hours and hours, okay. I, I, I play the soundtrack and you're like, oh, gosh, this is so depressing. I'm going to fall asleep. No, that's not actually what I said. Can I say what I said? Yeah, you what can I say actually it. said was after we had. Now, here's the thing. There are. Five. Okay. Right? There yeah. there are five Twilight movies. Yeah. Creating five Twilight soundtracks. Yes. Which Cliff has compiled all into one soundtrack. Yeah. Which runs for like forever. Four and a half or five hours, I think. So, we're in the car on a road trip. <laughs> and whoever is driving rules the rules the um radio. Yep. That's a, that's a rule. So, he turns it on and it's fine for a while. But four hours later, I make a comment about, oh my gosh, how much longer do we have to listen to the same Slit My Wrist song? <laughs> because twi- um, the New Moon soundtrack is very depressing. <laughs> like, they're all just haunting. and You say and so. so. I, I enjoy them. I, I, I think they're do. good. But, um, but I have, I don't. So yes, okay. but that was that was a joke on the you complaining about Carrie Underwood oh, on the gosh, way to Florida. Was, You're like, how many times do we have to listen to the same girl sing the same song? No, no, no. How do so, we, how do we how many times do we need do we have to listen to the same girl scream the same song? True, that is what you said. You said scream the same song. So um, anyway, but I could have been I could have been you know um, as quiet and mature as you were when the kids and I were listening to One Direction on the way to Chicago. You know, because you totally handled that so much better than I did. Right? I Go ahead and explain. So, again, whoever drives was the radio. Oh, my gosh. I'm driving from now on. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we left for Chicago. Cliff wasn't feeling well. And um, so we start out with... Um, I'm driving. I said, I said I would start. Well, I ended up driving the the whole way. Um, It was fun. And at one point the girls asked, well, at one point Cliff threw a hissy fit over the radio. So it got turned off and I drove with earbuds in and we are the only family who can sit in a car for four hours and not speak to each other because we all have our own earbuds in (laughs) really. We, we take road tripping to a whole new level. (laughs) So, um, We'd been in the car for about two hours. The girls wanted to, um, they were arguing over Spotify, over who was going to get to listen to One Direction. So I said that I would turn it on the radio. Mm-hmm. I don't mind these boys. It's just, it's just some cute poppy music. I said that last week too. And, uh, and our girls are really in love with them. And so I look over 
and Cliff is sitting in the passenger seat with his earbuds in. And the people who are listening live today will appreciate this because they're going to get the visual that goes with it. So his earbuds are in his ears and his forearms are over his ears, pushing his earbuds closer to his brain so he cannot hear one direction. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Clearly, we have different um, taste in music. A little. And on the way home from Chicago, we drove in silence. <laughs> but we had great conversation. Not for the first three hours. <laughs> it wasn't until I made a big deal about how quiet it was. Okay. That, um, And then I think, even then, we started talking, but I put in one earbud because I couldn't... I can't take quiet. I, I don't I know, do I well. don't understand why. I, I love some nice peace and quiet. But anyway, so this this all makes sense leading back to this morning. Mm-hmm. After after I accidentally sent Stephanie Eric, Mich- Eric Fisher's uh, text message at 4.59 this morning. So last night I had an approved play- playlist. I'm allowed to play my yes. Dan Blakeslee album, which I purchased in the subway of in Boston. And it's it's a folks bluesy kind of uh, soundtrack or music, and uh, and so I went to sleep listening to that, and and because I want because I'm allowed to listen to this music, I wanted to hear it better than what it sounds like out of just a little tinty iPhone uh, speaker. So I, which is what I use when it's my turn, and I listen to Lemis soundtrack. Yeah, I, I guys, I I can't, I, I love Lemis, and I still do. <laughs> Lay Miss is amazing, but you guys have to understand, 365 days out of the year, I would say at least 250 to 300 nights out of the year, we fall asleep to Lay Miss. And so I've been trying to, to you know, add a little variety to our fall to I've sleep I've been letting music. you. I know, you mm-hmm. have. So last night, I, I paired my phone with my Jam Box, which is a little Bluetooth speaker for the iPhone. It gives a little bit better sound. Uh, and stuff like that. And so I paired it last night and that's I, I fell asleep to that. So he texts me, I'm awake. And I said, thanks. Now I am too. Yeah. And so, and, you know, I am, you know, ready to start my day and I'm, you know, on my phone and I, and I'm not in the bedroom, but I'm on my phone and I'm already starting to respond to emails and, you know, I'm looking at Facebook and I assumed you were typing I, comments I, and I, I assumed you were, um, Texting Eric going, oops, I just woke up my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, I'm, so I'm typing, you know, typing with a little typewriter on my, or keep, keyboard on my iPhone. And unbeknownst to me, something else is happening. My wife, I hear her get up out of bed. And, you know, it's very difficult to actually, to make a slamming sound with blankets in a sheet. <laughs> But I literally heard my wife slam the sheet and blanket onto the bed. Yeah. Stomp over to the other side of the bedroom, pick up my jam box. She stomps her way into the bathroom. She <laughs> opens up the door and she goes, Here. Or something like that. I can't remember what you said, but you clearly communicated. I am not very happy with you right now. I was not happy with your jam box making the little clicking sound that was keeping me from pretending that I could sleep for the next hour. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I'm, I totally support your wanting to get up at 5 a.m. I think it's stupid. I don't know why anybody would want to get up at that hour, but, um, 
But if that's what you want to do, that's fantastic. And you're doing that with Eric. That's great. Just don't wake me up while doing it. Because well, I, I don't have to be awake. Well, I tried not to. It, I know it you was do. an accident. I know. So. It was. But it was. And the cool thing is, is, you know, I, you know, normally <laughs> in, a long time ago, you would come in, you'd be that upset. And it would kind of just like ruin my morning. I was yeah. like, you know, I, man. It didn't ruin mine. And I'm like, man, she's mad. And I, I'm mad that she's mad and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I, you know, cause I was actually getting ready. To, I was mm-hmm. making a bath to actually get in and take a bath this morning and just hang out in the bathtub for an hour and a half or two hours or. Two Which is why you have to get up at 5 a.m. Exactly. Because you couldn't take a two hour bath at seven. Cause. Well, I, I was planning on reading my book in there. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, you know, you came in and you did that. And it was like, okay, I totally screwed up. I sent her the text message. I totally, well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, okay, it was a total mistake, although there's no way I could have possibly remembered without right. the experience that, oh, duh, I forgot to turn the jam box off. You know, she's going to be hearing the clickety-click sound of my iPhone. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. No. I made one simple mistake. And I wasn't and I mad said, at you. I, I know. I wasn't, but, but the- I wasn't mad. I was irritated. There's a big difference between mad and irritated. Although, when you um, did come out, I and we laughed about it because you know, two hours later, I was able to laugh about it. Yeah. Um, I told you you were lucky that the jam box didn't come flying through the bathroom door. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, it, it was, it and was that's a- just because we would have had to fix it before we sell the house. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is I, I just said, you know what? She's upset. She okay, and and I would probably be upset too, uh, but. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna worry about this. I'm just gonna let it completely roll off because I've made a mistake. I'll apologize to her when I'm it's, done. But but I'm just gonna. I'm gonna read yeah, my book. I, right. I woke up this morning and my first thing on my list of things to do today was to read this ebook that you know that I've been wanting to read for a very long time. And by golly, I read it and I read it in a great mood and and didn't and I kind of just let it roll off and right. that was cool. Alrighty, but it was fun. That wasn't that, even that, on our that, list. It wasn't, but it needed to be shared. And That's, that was one fourth of our show right who there. Who cares? <laughs> it was funny. All right, it's funny. Now, if I was like you, and I could be woken up and then fall back to sleep within like fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a big deal. But I totally lost an hour of sleep <laughs> because I made up for it. After McKenna went to school, I went back to bed. So we're good. The morning, the morning routine. We're good, and I um, got rid of the homeless look I was sporting and took a shower and washed my hair. <laughs> no, Megan told me that she showed me this picture of um, you know, uh, you know they make these like greeting card little things for Instagram, and it'll be like a picture of a of a woman or a man or a family or whatever, and I'll have this funny little little mm-hmm. blurb about it. Um, Megan showed me one the other day that says basically I have three hairstyles. Straight, wavy, and homeless. <laughs> and I'd been sporting the homeless look for way too long. So it was time to, yeah. That's funny. So, okay. Uh, grade notifications via push message. I'm loving this. Okay. I know last school year we talked about how the, um, how our um, schools were really getting into the technology and, you know, um, how we were able to use the um, the parent portal to view grades and all of these things. Um, this year, I am getting push notifications. So whenever the teacher enters, 
excuse me, whenever the teacher enters a grade or a score for, um, and me, right now it's just Matthew and, and Megan because McKenna doesn't get letter grades yet. She still gets the satisfactory progress and progressing, you know, um, which annoys me. I cannot wait till the fourth grade and we get letter grades. Yep. But I also don't want to brush her to grow up. So I really want to like enjoy the third grade. Um, but anyway, so anytime a teacher enters a score for Matthew or Megan, I get a push notification that says, you know, um, Matthew just received a 10 out of a 10 on such and such, you know, whatever it is, um, Megan received. And so it tells me um, how many points were offered and how many they got and what the assignment was. Right. So I, I'm really digging this. This is really cool. It is pretty and cool. You can look on my um, like. I've got I've gotten three while we were sitting here. Wow. So somebody is entering. Grades. Uh, the math teacher is entering grades because these are all for math. Cool. So Matthew's math teacher is entering grades right now. And so, so basically in real time, you see those grades. It's yeah. not when you think to check the app to see how his right. grades are doing. Which sometimes I can forget to do. Yeah. And so this is this is helping you be proactive. You, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, Matt. Uh, right. Like I, today, while you, you know, while we were recording, uh, I saw this come through. What's right. going on here? Or, hey, really great job. Oh, this is, these are three new ones. So this doesn't even count the one that came in before right. we started recording. So there have been four updates. Like this afternoon, I'm going to ask him, hey, what happened on this paper? Because you only got six out of eight. But I think it's very important to also do the opposite of that. And I hope. That oh, you will. I have. I already have. Okay. It's like, dude, I uh, saw that you got this on this thing. Yeah. And wow. Congratulations. Yeah. No, I already Great have because, um, you know, the first, the first um, day that they entered grades or not grades, but scores like the points, um, grade points, it was just for returning all their paperwork, which is their enrollment form and having their syllabus papers signed and all of the, and um, Matthew was the only one who had all of his papers in order the second day of school. Now, do I think I should get those 10 points? Absolutely. But because I'm the one who had the cramp in my hand from filling them all out. But, um, but I did, I was like, you know, dude, I'm so proud of you that you re- um, we had them all together and you remembered to turn them in. Like, that's a big deal. Yep. Yeah. So I, I am doing it the other way also. Cool. So our anniversary, uh, we told you last week that we were celebrating our 17 years of marriage. Yes. It, it, we just don't feel that old um, most of the time. Sometimes I actually do. But uh, anyway, 17 years that we've been married and we celebrated on Saturday, which was our anniversary. And, you know, some, I can't, Chris Ducker, Chris Ducker is a friend of mine. I don't think I've talked to him, talked to you about him, but no. anyway, uh, Sorry, Chris, Chris Ducker, to know you. he and I share the same wedding anniversary. Okay. So he, they have the same anniversary as us. But anyway, um, we celebrated on Saturday and went out to a very, very nice dinner. We did. This was not like our 10th wedding anniversary where we went to Chipotle. Hey, but they bought our dinner. They did. And and by the way, that if if you haven't heard that story, that I mean, literally, that was both of our decision. Right. Because we, we that, on our 10th wedding anniversary, we had every intention of going and having dinner and sitting down for hours to talk and to mm-hmm. to think about our you know, past 10 years and to talk about the future. The and next to, 10 years. And stuff like that. And and uh, we knew that we didn't want to be bothered by, 
you know, the constant interruption of a, a of a waitress or a waiter. And uh, we did not want to keep a station from being used right. that evening. And so we, we intentionally chose that. But um, this time, this time on our 17th anniversary, we went all out and we went to Morton's Steakhouse. We did. It was very good. It was very good. Um, I obviously you called in the afternoon and made reservations, um, which is something that you really have to do. Um, but the food was amazing, absolutely amazing. And um, I will say, all week long, I've been working off the three pounds that I gained from our anniversary dinner. <laughs> yep. And um, because I did gain three pounds from one meal that's insane right i don't think you gained it all from that one i meal. know I, I know it was a bunch of different but yeah. over the weekend um my weekend fluctuation i choose to blame it on that one meal okay that's okay. fine is that better yep. so um we both got a filet a, a center cut filet a center cut that had been aged for what Two to three weeks? I think it was three to five. Three to five weeks. So, um, but it, it was amazing. And the sides were amazing. I'm telling you, the Brussels sprouts were yummy. Yep. The sides are f- for sharing. Like, they're supposed to be for two people. And I ate all those Brussels sprouts myself. All but three. <laughs> yes. All, all but three. Yeah. And um, you had fries. You tried some mac and cheese. We had dessert. Absolutely amazing. But what I loved was when we came in, they knew our name. Yep. Well, obviously, we had to tell the first girl our name, but our our server, everyone who came to our table after that called us Mr. and Mrs. Ravenscraft, um, which kind of made me feel weird. I'm like, can't you just call me Stephanie, please? Yeah. <laughs> but um, they had personalized a menu um, on the table for us that said, happy 17th anniversary. And so, I mean, it was just it, it really said, cool. Ha- happy 17th anniversary, Mr. Mr. and Mr. Mrs. Ravenscraft. Right. It Which was, was really cool. It was it was so um elegant. Yeah. That's not the word I was thinking right. of, although although it it was. Um it was just it was just really good. It was a it was an exceptional time. It was. And um it, literally, folks, here's the here's the deal. You will never have a better steak, I don't think, no. than you can get at this place. I, I, I have eaten a lot of steaks at a lot of places, and and um, I've never had a steak that is as good as a steak from Morton Steakhouse. And every single time I've gone there, which I think is only like four times, it has always been it just like a tremendous experience. And uh, it's, it's definitely well worth it. it. And I think dinner that evening... Uh, after tip, I think was like two hundred eleven dollars, and something like that. Yeah, worth every single penny. Absolutely, and then some. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm not kidding you. It yeah. is worth every single penny, and so yeah, definitely, definitely awesome. I know. I looked at my th- and I was I looked at my plate after, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I ate all that. And then I ate dessert on top of that, although I didn't finish my dessert because I couldn't. I I would, you know, that's the one thing I will say. I did get their upside down apple pie a la mode Mm -hmm. uh, for dessert and I I didn't need it. And number two, it was okay. Okay. You know, you don't, I don't, I wouldn't have even thought to go there for dessert, but uh, since they offered it, you know, it gave us some extra time to hang out. Well, my chocolate cake was phenomenal. Yeah. It was, uh, um, it was a molten, um, so... 
It looked mine Chocolate looked at, my mine looked amazing, and it was I mean it was good, but it was it was it just wasn't what you had hoped it would be. Well, no, no, no. no. It, no. It, it, it it was it was apple pie turned okay. you know turned upside Term, down with the right. with this crust down on the bottom, and it um it they did actually add those like white raisins or something to it, and those mm-hmm. those actually tasted really good inside of it. I mean, it was it was okay. Um, okay, but yeah. But certainly the 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 steak and the sides are are what you go there for, right? And, and the, it was and the ambiance, yes, very cool. So after that, we went and saw the Jobs movie, which uh, was yeah. actually your idea. It was my idea. That was, was interesting to me that you wanted to go see. Uh, Why is it because Ashton Kutcher was playing Jobs? No. Okay. No. Just because our family has been so influenced by the Apple culture? I think so. Okay. Well, and, and I don't think just by the Apple culture. I think that I think that that his message of hard work and and while I don't strive for perfection in everything that I do, but uh, but it, it's just him. Yeah. I I've always been intrigued by him. Um and and so, yeah, it's just something that I was interested in. And I thought you would be, too. Yep. Well, there's no question about that. Or I knew you would be, too. So I read the Walter Isaacson biography of, of Steve Jobs. I've, even before that book came out, I've listened to tons. And I've listened to probably more than 500 hours worth of technology podcasting. And a lot of it by people who knew Steve Jobs personally. Mm-hmm. And I've so I've heard so many stories about so many different things about his life and a lot of it confirmed in the biography. And so I, I know a lot about Steve Jobs. Uh, I've watched a couple other documentaries on Steve mm-hmm. Jobs um, that weren't necessarily, you know, Hollywood films. But but so I knew a lot about him and his story. And I've always been very inspired by him. I mean, I don't think he's a role model for me, but uh, there are certain things that that I definitely have applied to my own right ethics of working and stuff like that. So uh, I, I do, I do very much respect a lot of the things that he accomplished in life and with his business. So um, anyway, we so we went and saw the movie, and on a scale of well, I guess what do they usually give like a five star rating for movies, mm-hmm. and five stars is the best. So on a scale of one to five, I would rate this movie as uh, for entertainment. I would rate it a about a four point five. And for the actual story of communicating who Steve Jobs was and and what he stood for and what he accomplished and what his life was and how he got there, I'd rate it about a two point five or a three. Okay. It wasn't it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be because I saw some pro some uh some pre- previews. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, some trailers for this movie that that looked really bad and I think they may have even changed one scene completely in a garage where I think there was originally like a a, a trailer where, uh, in the trailer, Steve Jobs is trying to explain to Steve Wozniak what a personal computer is and how and it's like, dude, there's no way, right? Uh, but but in the movie, it's it's very clear that Steve Wozniak is the one who developed the, right, right. the personal yeah. computer. So um, no, seriously, I, I it was it was um, it, the the story was not completely inaccurate, but. It lacked so much supporting information. Um, you know, they, they, they obviously you only have a certain amount of time. They highlighted some of the biggest things that you need to highlight, but I think it ended. 
I, I think the movie kind of ended right where his life right re- where right where it really becomes inspirational right so they, it basically it, it it takes him all the way up to you know where he's kicked out of his company and then he's brought back to his company but it doesn't cover anything in that interim period no it covers a lot so. it, it covers a lot of his failure mm-hmm. but it doesn't cover very much of his success, success. at all so there, matter of fact there's absolutely i don't even think there's a single word mentioned about pixar no. Uh, at all. Um, there is very little information about Next, um, except for, it, there's enough in there that when if you're a geek like me, you yeah. know what it is. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's just like from the time he returns to Apple, he really, you really don't see it. And, and that's when, you know, it's all of that foundation of what brought him and made him who he was at that point that gave him what was necessary to to take Apple and then turn it into the world power that it is. Mm-hmm. And and none of that is actually even discussed. The decisions that were made right. and, and stuff like that. And and so much of that information is available uh very openly. And so by the way, this is this is a movie that was an independent film, I think, that went to like Sundance movie festival. I okay. I don't know very much about that stuff. But um there is another movie coming out about Steve Jobs. It's the biography. It will be the biography of Steve Jobs movie. Uh, and it has been the rights to the book um, and the stories published in Walter Isaacson's biography was purchased by Sony Films. Okay. And uh, I, I don't know when it'll come out, whether it's later this year or next year or whatever. But um, Aaron Sorkin, I think is his name. He was the writer for West Wing, I believe, mm-hmm. one of the TV shows, political TV shows. Um, and he also was the guy who wrote all the dialogue and the script and the screenplay for The Social Network, which mm-hmm. was the story of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Um, the I- interesting thing that I know about this guy is that he hates entrepreneurship and he hates business, like the businesses uh, that that run like they do. Uh, so he's he's a little bit biased against these you know, people. So he seems he. You notice how he he tended to kind of vilify Mark Zuckerberg and mm-hmm. in, in his portrayal he really did. Yeah. of that. Um, but but Mark's not ne- nearly as bad as what that movie lets out to be. Especially the whole idea of how he treated the girl and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he's had the same girlfriend anyway. Well, they're married now. Okay. Well, exactly. But so. anyway. Yeah, but the movie Jobs with Ashton Kutcher, I thought, like I said, what did I give it? A four and a half on entertainment? Yeah, you did. But at like a two and a half to three, three on on, right. on whether or not it's actually, uh, not, a, not necessarily an accurate, but whether or not I think it really gives you a picture into, into who mm-hmm. Steve Jobs was. Honestly, I believe he was a lot more of an a-hole and jerk and total. Than they showed? Yeah, the, the, yeah, he was much more of a jerk than you'll ever imagine from seeing this movie. I mean, he literally brought people to tears consistently. Right. Um, he was a little bit more um, bipolar in mm-hmm. in his attitudes, uh, literally having mood swings where he was happy-go-lucky in one moment and and in, within in the a tirade sa- in the next within the yeah. same uh, within the same meeting. Within thirty minutes, he's completely off hinge, and and like tornado right. is right. running through the place. I mean, they they don't show that, so he was he was much more of a jerk than 
than they show in this movie when he was a jerk. Um, he downright, the, the only really, really, really terrible thing that they actually show in here is how the, the, the job from Atari of how he was paid $5,000. Yeah. And he told Steve Wozniak that he was being paid $700. 700. And he only, and he says, dude, if you, you know, I'm going to give you half. And, and when he, Steve had delivered, uh, I think it's called breakout, which is an amazing game. I <laughs> right. still play breakout sometimes myself. Um, and, he paid three hundred fifty. He paid Steve three hundred fifty dollars for that, right? And so, but he got five thousand. So that's the that's the only kind of really really dirty shady thing that he that they show that they show. The, but right. there were there were other right. things. Well, they show he, they they do show where he cuts the others oh. out of the stock. Yeah, and that, that's so true. The, but but there were actually a number of things where people actually came up with ideas. He yelled at them de- totally nailed them into the ground i mean just like made them feel like worthless pieces of nothingness and then the very next day came into the meeting to the entire team with that person there and said this is what we're going to do and this is the idea that i have and we're going to make it happen right and it was exactly the idea that he shut down the day they did mention something like they did mention that it was someone's idea that he had took one time but um but aside from that i thought that um I loved how um, Ashton portrayed him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was the way it was written, but um, I was I loved like his bot his posture and the way that he walked was spot on. Yeah, it was, and that's all I wanted to say. But you know, that's funny because I I'd watched Steve all the time, and I've never seen Steve Jobs walk like that. I, n- I never really You've saw never that. no no okay, I, I, and, and of course, the, most of Steve Jobs that I ever watched was you know, the keynotes. And I, I never saw him actually walk like that. Okay. But, um, but supposedly I guess it's, it's accurate. I mean, obviously he went and studied, you know, other footage right. and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. Steve jobs was not a family man. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't look to, up to him as a family, you know, as a, as a husband role model or as a father role model. Uh, but as a business role model, I, I do very much look up to him. And as somebody who later in life, had a vision and refused to accept failure as an option. Mm-hmm. I very much look to him as a role model in many of those aspects and regards. And and uh, while he had some very bad qualities, as do I, he had some pretty amazing qualities as well. And and I just w- really wish they would have highlighted a little bit more of that. So right. that's my that's my feelings on jobs. Okay, cool. Well, with that being said, it is time now to take a moment for our sponsor, TV Talk. And and to be honest with you. The- this is something I'd want to talk about, even if they weren't a sponsor. And uh, I agree. Some amazing, amazing things, Stephanie. Uh, we have some new talking points. If you want to share, Stephanie, and tell people some exciting things that are happening. In fact, um, uh, TV Talk is getting ready to ramp up for their fall TV series. I'll say really quickly, if you haven't heard us talk about TV Talk before, TV Talk is a network of talk shows devoted to your favorite television show and uh basically you watch your favorite television show and the very next day there is a podcast episode devoted to it breaking it down talking about things so stephanie what are our talking points um they have 70 new show hosts coming on for the fall season yes so basically this is 70 people who are actually receiving additional income as a result of TV talk, yeah. most actually, not, maybe not most, many of them 
gspn.tv community members. Uh, in fact, just a couple names, and I won't go through them all, but Jeff Brown, Brian Kane, uh, Addy, and I cannot, I, Saucedo, Saucedo, um, Carrie Olson, and uh, her husband, Derek Olson, uh, John Buchanan, Tim Arthur, who was on our mm-hmm. cruise with us, uh, Daniel and Jenny Lewis, Jason Kabasi, um, Stephanie Week, Daryl Darnell, Doug Payton. I mean, just so many people. I mean, it just all of these people are receiving additional income because actually TV Talk is paying these folks. That, to I think that that's incredible. Content. I think that that is incredible. Um, so sev- seven, a total shows. seventy new show yeah, hosts. Right, fifty-eight new shows. So or 58 shows for the fall season. 50, I guess I can't say that they're all new, but 58 shows for the fall season, most of them being new. Yeah, an overwhelming majority of these being brand new shows added to the no, uh, the network. But anyway, this TV season, fall, there will be 58 televisions, the most popular television shows that will have TV Talk yeah. episodes devoted to it. So here's my favorite thing. Yep. Okay, here's one of my favorite things. They're going to have catch-up episodes of the 58 shows. There will be uh, one to two weeks prior to the fall premiere. There will be an episode that will have a recap, um, a breakdown of the premise of the show, um, explanation of the characters. It's like the perfect time to bring in a spouse or a friend or somebody who you want to share a show with because they just listen to the episode and be, be ready to go. Absolutely. It, it is amazing. I think so, that that's fun. And, and then there are also um, going to be shows for like award shows like the Academy Awards and the Emmys and the Grammys, People's Choice, CMA, Golden Globes, AMAs. Like there will be an episode the next day following those award shows. To kind of highlight to kind and of talk hi- about yeah. some of this. Give some yeah. commentary about what happened during those shows. That is awesome. Um, here's the, here's the thing that I love about um, the recaps. I'm I, I I've watched every episode of Person of Interest, but what I love is that there's going to be a recap episode to kind of remind me of of all the things that happened leading up to this new season. So it's it's kind of just a you know a little fr- you know previously on Person of Interest, right? Kind of a deal. So I'm looking forward to it. And they're going to do that for all 58 shows. That's pretty incredible. So that's pretty amazing. Here are a couple shows that we're excited about. Um, yes. Stephanie is excited about the fact that there will be a Grey's Anatomy show. I did not say that. You said that. I said that. So are you not interested in Grey's Anatomy anymore? I will watch it, but I don't need to listen to a podcast about it. And that's not, that. that's just my own, Okay. my own, well, you Obsession tell me- with not giving up the not. I, I want to see this show play out, and I am so ready for it to be over. Okay, I, I'm not even. This is a total Stephanie tangent. This has nothing to do with TV talk. I am so ready for Grey's Anatomy to be over, but I will not give up. I will watch it till the end. That's a shame. I, I know. Gave, I gave up. I don't it it, do you it know- is a shame. Trust me. I know. I tell, did you know? I, I've been looking at the 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 rankings. The, the you know the top 200 shows in iTunes for TV and film because we have a brand new podcast that's going to show up there right and um did you know our Grey's anatomy fan podcast is still on the top 100 of all tv and is it really yes wow and we haven't recorded a show on that so tell i'm going to name some shows that i think you might be interested in tell me if you're probably if you will or will not be listening to the tv talk nashville yes all right uh revenge yes all right shield probably okay scandal definitely parenthood 
Maybe. All right. And the Vampire Diaries. Yes. And maybe the originals? And maybe the originals. All right. So there's definitely some shows that Stephanie will be interested in watching. Which so, is a big deal for me because I don't listen to podcasts. She doesn't listen to podcasts. I don't. I, I have um, I have a hard time. Like if I, a lot of people listen while they drive or they listen while they work out or, you know, um, they have they have their times when they listen to podcasts. And and in those times, I listen to music because I get distracted or I get interrupted um, and then I miss something and then it'll take me four days to listen to one 15 minute podcast episode. Right. And so I just, I never, I've tried many times I've had, um, we had a friend who had asked me to listen to, um, their podcast and I listened to it for quite a while, but, um, I stopped for personal reasons and, um, and, this, this and so could, this could bring Stephanie back into the podcast could, this listening could, fold. Yeah, th- I mean, it's not that um, it's not that I don't like podcasts. So this might be getting me back into the well. And the thing is, is these are going to be definitely on target with things that you are passionate about. Some, yeah. of, these, some of these televisions you're more passionate about than others, uh, which is why you said yes and definitely and right. certainly for some of these. Uh, the other thing is, is that they're short and sweet and to the point. Um, you know, the, all of them right. are about 20 minutes in I, length. I really love that because there was a time um, a few weeks ago, you know, I have been listening to the um, to the Covert Affairs podcast. I'm a couple weeks behind now. So, um, but they're 15 minutes. So the family wanted pizza one night for dinner. We ordered pizza and um, I had time to listen to, I was in the car by myself, which rarely during the summer, well, no, which rarely ever happens. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere I hit is a three month, it's a three minute drive right. um, in my normal circle. And so, but this time I was in the car and I had time to listen to the entire episode while um, I was just out picking up pizza. Awesome. So, uh, by the way, Troy asks in the chat room, um, he says, I wonder if there are, is anybody, like if there was a female-centric um, television show, if there was a male host of a podcast, would people listen to it? So, and he gave Grey's Anatomy for right. an example. Um, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind. Now, there's one show on there that has two male hosts that I said I wouldn't be interested in hearing an only male perspective of that show. I don't even remember which one it is now. Mm-hmm. But, um... But that's just my personal. Right. That's just my personal bias against men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, and I and just for the record, our I just mentioned our Grey's Anatomy fan podcast, which was myself and Stephanie, yeah. me being a male host of the show. Um, it's still we haven't produced so, that right. show for years, and it's still in the top 100. Right. So, um, so, but I would, I would, um, I, I would listen to listen to a show, um, a female centric show with a male host as long as the other one was was a female cool so here are the shows that i'm interested in um actually i will tell you about them next week because we've talked enough but uh (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll tease you so if you want to find out what my favorite shows are from tv talk that i'm looking forward to uh then uh tune in next week but thank you tv talk for sponsoring this episode and every single episode of Family from the Heart between here and the rest of this year. Awesome. So is that, um, is it Troy uh, Heinrichs? Is that? Heinrichs. Heinrichs, yep. right? Okay, it says, um, 
that he and I are on the same TV wavelength. Okay. Also agree with Revenge Parenthood in Nashville, which is all. I think that that's and this is why I bring that up. That's funny because those are three shows that I watch on my own. You don't watch those I shows. I don't watch with any me. of those. So that, that anyway, I just thought that that was funny. There's yeah. somebody out there on my on my TV wavelength. There you go. Not my husband. All right. Uh, speaking of TV talk uh, sponsorship, uh, we have another podcast that is being sponsored by our friends over at TV Talk. And uh, Stephanie, you want to go ahead? I'll just play this music in the background. Do you want to tell folks about a brand new podcast that we have launched? We finally, finally launched the Veronica Mars fan podcast. I am so excited that you are finally watching Veronica Mars. And a little bit sad that tonight I won't be here to watch our episode and record our podcast. I did move our recording to tomorrow night, though. Good, because I, um, I'm ready to start moving through season one. Yes, I know you are. Matter of fact, she's trying to get me to record, uh, watch and record <laughs> two to three episodes a week. I Well, I said if we had time. Now, I know, even I know our schedule well enough to know that we don't have time to do two to three episodes a week, but... Um, that's what the weekends are for. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited that we're doing this. So if, yeah. if you haven't heard, it's Veronica. And our music rocks. Our music does rock. Um, it's from Music Radio Creative. Uh, find folks over there, Mike and Isabella Russell. Anyway, so here's the deal. Um, VeronicaMarsPodcast.com VeronicaMarsPodcast.com Right now, as we're recording, there are three episodes. The third one just released today. Today, I saw it. And uh, basically, what will happen is there should be a new episode, for the first season anyway, every single week between uh, or on Thursday mornings at 5 a.m. Eastern Time. So and hopefully because TV talk is sponsoring um, Veronica Mars and we have committed to having an episode a week through the first season, we will then be in that pattern. And so they will continue to come weekly. Yeah. Th- this isn't going to be like some of the old other shows that we've done in the past. Where you where... go like three months and be like, Ooh, where are they? They'd stop reading that book. No. He must like, like that chapter. That, that that's, that is one of the major benefits of having a sponsor is that there's that extra incentive and motivation to set aside the time. And so, Troy love how, loves how this sounds like we used to be friends, which was totally the yep. the goal. It sounds um, a lot like the uh, theme song, yep. We Used to Be Friends, and um, but without actually being the theme song. Exactly. So, um, yeah, this TV show, by the way, we're in, we've, I, I, we're actually, Stephanie and I have already watched the first five episodes together. Yes, we have. And we have all five of those episodes already recorded. Uh, so we are a couple weeks ahead of schedule, which is great. And we'll continue to be there and move even further ahead of you guys. However, I want to say this. Um, the show is just now starting to get good. It is. So for those of you who are getting ready to give this a try for the very first time, trust me, you have to just deal with the pilot. It's not good. <laughs> Second episode, better. Third episode, eh. Equals the pilot. Yeah. Fourth episode eh, and fifth episode, really good. Yep. So, and then now Stephanie's like, okay, now. Now it's time. You cannot make me wait another week to watch another episode. So now just just trust us. Or actually, I'm going to say trust my wife. And I have come to trust her that if she says it's going to get better, it's going to get better. If there's one thing that Stephanie knows, it's TV. 
Yes. That, this is true. All right. So there you go. That is our huge plug for the Veronica Mars Fan Podcast. And if you'll do us a huge favor, go and subscribe in iTunes. That helps us big time. And also, if you could leave us a five-star rating and a written review in iTunes, that would be huge. Awesome. All right. Love that music. So (laughs) the return of the MacBook Pro, Stephanie. It's alive. Last week, I had shared with you, I think it was at the very end of it, uh, that I basically uh, poured approximately 10 ounces of cranberry juice cocktail on the keyboard of my MacBook Pro. And uh, a couple days later, it's been probably two weeks now. No, it's been a week and a half now. And uh, it's back up and running. Mm -hmm. So very thankfully. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was was almost a very, very, very costly. What's so fun? What are you you distracted by? Did you know that um, Josh Whedon called Veronica Mars the best show ever? No, really? (laughs) Where'd you hear that? I've I've known that it's it's online somewhere. Really, that might not be his exact quote, but it's close to that. Wow. So, um. Anyway, awesome. Yes. So, and he and and he did Firefly and um, Buffy. Yeah, and 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 Firefly is a massive, is a, um, massive cult hit. Yes, it is. So anyway, Firefly is the only other show that seems to have the power of what Veronica Mars has just pulled off. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing, and that is after you, after being canceled for a very lengthy period of time, making a movie that is very financially successful. So, uh, very very cool stuff. I did not know that about Josh Wheaton, and yes. uh, I'm glad to hear it. So, um, yeah, my MacBook Pro. Let me just share with you a couple things. One of the things that I did, if anybody's interested, is as soon as I spilled everything, I immediately turned it sideways. Within twenty, it was turned on at the time. Within 20 seconds, it shut itself off, uh, which kind of scared me. And I'm like, oh, no. And uh, basically, after that, just water, cranberry juice was dripping from everywhere, uh, literally pouring out of the DVD drive slot and the exhaust fan slot uh, in the back of the of the laptop. Anyway, I just I can just took a towel, wiped all the stuff off as much as I could, and and set it on its side on a bunch of paper towels, and it continued dripping for hours, uh, this cranberry juice. And I, I went online, and it said, you know, wait at least 72 hours before trying to turn it on again. And uh, I did. I let it sit, and I let it dry in a very uh, very clean or, you know, airy space that uh, is very – that does not have a lot of humidity – and uh, after three days, I went and turned it on, and here's what happened. Um, it did turn on, stayed on for about five seconds, and then it turned itself off again. Now, I should have, this. Is, and by the way, if, you, if this happens to you, that means there's still water in there, okay? Uh, and, and what's going on is, if it's doing this, it, hopefully it will do this to you. It will shut itself off without frying the circuitry. The water is actually picked up by some kind of uh, sensor in the power supply, and it's cutting this power supply to save your laptop. And anyway, uh, what happened was um, I turned it back on, and it stayed on for like 10 minutes, and it shut itself off, and, and then it came back on, and it stayed on for like an hour, and then longer and longer periods of time, and now 
it's been up and running for at least the last four or five days without shutting off. And, and uh, it seems to me that everything's kind of dried out in there. But uh, my recommendation is if you spill something on your MacBook Pro, immediately get everything cleaned up as much as possible. Turn it on its side. Let everything drip out. And they say to actually put it in a bag. Like if you can get like a three or two or four, two or six gallon garbage bag and put rice in it and let it pull, you know, close it up and let it extract all the, uh, the um, moisture out with the humidity and stuff like that, all that stuff. Um, that's good. But I would recommend leaving it for at least a week before turning it on. Now, of course, it's very difficult to do that. But if you can and let it consistently dry out, I think you'd be much better off. But uh, my, it, it seems it to, it seems to be uh, all the keyboards, uh, keys work, trackpads working, everything seems to be working and functioning one hundred percent. The only thing I have not tried is sticking a DVD into the DVD drive. But then again. I can't remember the time I've ever stuck a DVD <laughs> into a DVD drive, so I really could care less. Uh, so there you go. That's it, funny. The return of the MacBook Pro. It and then, uh, Stephanie, I, I guess what since I did all that talking, I want you to tell folks ab- about our last story, and then if you have anything What's else, that? the chiropractor trip. So I, I already talked about going to the chiropractor, right? Yep. And... Um, Obviously, you've shared how you've been having um, pain in your in your back, like really bad, down, can't move pain. And um, I told you you needed to go see the chiropractor. You you need to go see this guy, if anything, to rule out other things. And um, but you've always had back problems, and so it in my mind it couldn't hurt. So I took you um, on Monday and we learned you have back problems. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he did some adjustments and took some x-rays and... um, He's helped with some things. It's helped with some things. Yeah. So you've seen him twice now. I have. I've seen him twice and um, I, I certainly am feeling better in my lower back area as far as like my posture and, and being able to sit up straight and stuff like that. Um, but I, there was still the underlying thing, it, but, which by the way, it slowly seems to not be as bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. What, what, he said, give it until Monday. Right. See how things go. He He's, said you could start walking again. He, he told did, you to stop walking. He told me to stop walking this week. He told me to start walking again on Saturday. 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 I think I may actually wait and start walking again Monday after I see him. Okay. Just because if it is something that my body is repairing and stuff like that, I don't want to just get right back to walking. He also told you you were dehydrated. Yeah. He told me that I was dehydrated. And that your muscles probably looked like beef jerky. Yes. (laughs) He did. So I've been drinking lots of water. In fact, I'm I'm almost done with my 24.7 ounces here. Okay. And you're drinking like two or three of those a day? I'm drinking two a day. Okay, so 48 ounces of water. Yep. And uh, and feeling a bit better. I am feeling a bit better. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I I still have times when I lay down and, and when my back decompresses that once I actually go to now, do something, Now, one thing you hurts. haven't been, or have you been sleeping with your legs I have not been sleeping with elevated. my legs elevated. Because uh, well, that's one no. thing that he told you to do because um, you have what he called 
sway back, right? Like you have a very deep curve mm -hmm. in your lower back, which is actually making the curve in your upper back turn the wrong way. Okay. And um, so he told you to keep your, to sleep with your legs elevated and that, um, that sleep with your legs elevated because when your legs are elevated, it, your back is resting at a correct, in a correct ah, um, okay. position. Well, anyway, we'll see. Well, but um, I, I have gone to the chiropractor. It seems to be, you know, what things seem to be progressing in, in, a, in a positive manner. Certainly, he has helped straighten out certain areas yep. of my back, which has been probably out of whack for years. And uh, that's getting better. So that's good. Um, I'm not completely sure that I, we've uncovered what it was that's causing that very deep pain when I lay back and, right. and try to get out of bed. Uh, but we're working on it. We're working on it. And uh, if we don't, un if this doesn't fix it, then the next step is to see a urologist to see if there's something in the kidney area. Um, and if that doesn't work, then an MRI to see if there's a problem with a disc that seems to be compressing upon some nerves. Right. Which I think... I, I don't know. It, it could be any of that. Bob. I don't know. So we're moving. We're moving forward, and we're trying to fix you because you're broken. Yep, I'm broken. But hey, I am moving forward every day. I'm trying to do the best I can, um, and you know, I'll get back out there and I'll get back at it. And I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Family from the Heart. Another one hour of behind the scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscrafts. We appreciate you being along for this journey and uh, until next time Stephanie and I encourage you to live your life with purpose we still have 23 seconds uh oh Ugh. live your life on purpose okay sounds good I like that one better do you yep all right I on purpose took a nap today <laughs> nice. Podcast at some man.